Come and prepare today. Hold my hand. <laughs> I'll take it from here. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, welcome everyone. This is Tales from the Secret Cabin. And it has been a super been long, long time. It's been so a really long it time. Is. It What's actually so hasn't been a super long time. I know we're gonna time. talk about that. I'm yeah. excited. We... It hasn't, but it has. <laughs> well, good seeing everybody. You I too. I'm often like the kids' table. I know. Which is great. I literally <laughs> just broke KJ's chair. <laughs> I sat in the chair. I said, Am I gonna break the chair? He it's assured no, me no, I no, wouldn't good. break the chair. We have and then to, we have to explain the chair. the chair though. So That's true. the chair Tell is, is the a rocking, rocking chair. chair. I can tell you what the chair is not rated weight wise. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the record. What's the weight limit for that chair? It's Phil. Phil. <laughs> it just says Phil cannot sit here. <laughs> no chair for you. If you're pushing 250, that's not your chair. All right. I'm just telling you right now. But that's the rocking chair that KJ's mom rocked him in. He was a baby. Yeah, that's right. So we can't and now it's trash. No. He saved it. I jumped out. It's now where it belongs, in the corner to stare at. <laughs> and Phil is in the corner in timeout. Yeah, so. <laughs> All the way over there. That's okay. All right. Well, how are we doing? Who else is here real quick? Let's just do some quick introductions. This is KJ. <laughs> and we got. Jenny. And we got. Mariana. All right. Usual suspects. All right. Well, let's, <laughs> let's, we can go a lot of different directions, but. You alluded to it's been a long time. Why has it been a long time? Talk about that. Yeah. So our calendar happened how the calendar happened. And um, about a couple times ago, or I don't even know. Um, so the four of us got together to, uh, to do a podcast and to sit at this table and all four of us have been super excited. We came to the space and we started talking, talking, talking. They didn't hit play. And we're talking, talking. And it's like, okay, it's time to hit play. Just don't hit play yet. And then we kept talking and we we're sharing really funny, good things. And then finally, it was kind of like, it's time to begin our podcast. We hit play or record. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> and. There hadn't been anything to talk about. It was like everything that had all. any value whoa, at whoa. all was gone. <laughs> and, the and the four of us spent a huge chunk of time talking about nothing. <laughs> and it was really boring. And that's okay. And that is KJ's version of that's the story. That's KJ's version. <laughs> that is. It's my version. I, Who I, else has a version of the story? I, my version is pretty similar. Thank do you. Do you guys have different versions? Yes, I do. Okay, let's, I let's feel it. like it was very salvageable, personally. <laughs> when you call a podcast salvageable, yeah, I don't think I would that say that it was more than salvageable. It was perfect. And I'll get there in a second. Feel. Oh, man. Let's hear I it. No, it no, I want to hear Jenny's first. It was very, it was very human. And <laughs> really I thought boring. Mariana brought some really good insight <laughs> to Absolutely. AI. She and did a great job. I think she's discrediting herself. You guys are giving soon. away where the problem was. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> you did great. Okay, I want to hear Phil. Why was it perfect? Well, okay, well, first of all, in, in KJ's defense, that a lot of what you shared there, I do uh, agree mm -hmm. with. Like, there mm -hmm. was a lot of conversation ahead of time. And as the person who hits record, on this experience, uh, numerous times I tried to hit record. In fact, I hit record. And then we talked about it. It was like, Oh, wait, no, no, we don't want that recorded. No, we don't want the recorded kind of deal. And so part of it was yeah, just not knowing, yeah. uh, you know, exactly kind of what it was we we're trying to capture in different parts. Cause again, we work together, we've got different stories and we just realized this is turning into a work conversation at some level. Yeah. And so we got to that point, but again, in my opinion, what I loved about last time 
and was also the tension of last time is that it truly was an open-ended conversation that raised questions but had no resolve whatsoever. Yeah. And so for me, I remember leaving thinking like, man, we got to keep that conversation moving forward because we didn't resolve it. We had some timing issues, but I loved the fact that we shared things and opened questions that we didn't know where to take. And that's why I thought it was perfect. But that's again my personal take. I generally like life to be unresolved, and that's probably part of my issue too. <laughs> that's why you liked that one. Anyway, no so instead of keeping the conversation going, the thing that happened yes. is a big hole got d- dug, and the podcast got put inside the hole and buried. And so p- people aren't also hear known it. as delete. Delete. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we're moving on. That was poetry. <laughs> Turning the page. So. And it's that good. brings us to now. Brings us to now. But it's good. And in all fairness to us as well, there were a few other opportunities, but weather got in the way and uh, yeah. life got in the way. So that's part of the reason why it's been so long True. as yeah. well. I just remember. So yeah, so it's good seeing everybody. Yeah. So Mariana, how are yes, you doing? Too. How are you doing today? Uh, I, I'm good right now. Exactly. I'm thinking just about the reality of this, you know, talking about the past podcast and just the humanity of us, I think. That describes a lot of where I'm at. I think it's a lot of trying and maybe getting it right, sometimes getting it wrong, but just wrestling through things. I think I think I find myself in that place quite a bit. It's not nice and polished right now. Things are kind of messy and and discoveries and attempts. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But mm, I what? Uh, no, I want to pass the ball to you, KJ, because on the way here, and I, I don't want to miss the opportunity uh, to mention what happened outside. Tell tell us how what happened you were... outside. <gasps> so we were coming. Yeah, we were outside, outside the cabin, and KJ was talking, and all of a sudden he looked over my shoulder, and your eyes lit up and immediately filled with tears, and you're like, oh, my gosh, my bees are out. And this is the first time he's seen his bees out, and he started crying and he's like, I got to go over there. Like, I got to go say hi. You know, I haven't sweet. seen them. And he hi, did. Friends, he went out. over and like an address. It was very beautiful. Yeah, so what? Okay, well, thank you. Well, sorry. Now you're <laughs> no, bawling. But bawling. Yeah. Yes. Like, what I'm not is bawling. That? I'm just kind of teary-eyed. <laughs> okay. How, how, how long has it been? It's a happy yeah, how long has it been like since October? Okay. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Is that kind of like a first freeze sort of thing or? Yeah. And it's. The um, it it goes be- beyond. Hey, they're out. Uh, it, it is a the bees survived. Right. Yeah, and Very so good. the implications that the uh, the two hives that that I have here survived. That means the forty seven hives that yeah. I have out probably mm-hmm. also survived. Yes. So that's cool. the like, yeah. oh, huge. wow. Thank you. It's like gratitude. It's hope. It's, wow. um, yeah, yeah. It's, oh yeah. I didn't realize that you don't see them at all for so many months. Yeah. Like it seems obvious when you say it, but I just never put two and two together. Like yeah. they go away for the winter or whatever happened. They die. You're telling me the other day, a few survive. I don't even know how it works. But it's months of you have no idea what will happen know. And, when spring comes. And I have this like this c- 
company that's like supported by the bees. And so it's highly probable that they don't survive. And so I have to spend, spend a ton of cash to buy bees. So if they don't survive. And so the th thing I saw uh, it's like, oh, I don't have to break my bank account to get. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it was yeah. that kind Security. of like, wow, I'm Security, okay. Yeah. yeah. You know? That was a so, gift. Yeah. Yeah. Oof, that was good. Mm. So uh, I have a son who the other day comes and he says, so dad, I think during the summer it's time to plan a trip like some sort of adventure that i can figure out who i am and i can go out and i can um explore things and explore the city and i, I can talk to people that i've never talked to um Did you say fort collins it is wait wait hold on, hold on. so yeah yeah and he's like painting this picture of so it could be in the city it could be backpacking it could be going going across the country i'm just really feeling this thing inside my soul and i feel like god is telling me it's time for an adventure but i don't think there should be a adults on this trip there shouldn't be any adults and like, so as he's telling this, I'm like, yeah, yeah, this sounds really good. And he says, and I don't think there should be adults. And then I'm like, yeah, that sounds really good. I remember at the age of 17 or 18, I felt like that too. And then I'm like, wait a second, you're 14. <laughs> and how he like planned telling me, like he has thought about oh, this. And he's he like, knew. Man, it. I was prepared to have that conversation at the age of 17 or 18 for him. Like, yeah, man, <laughs> I see the heart on fire. I see the person that you are. Yeah. And then I thought, I thought he grew up very fast. Mm -hmm. um, he's at the spot. He's at the age of 14. He could actually go on this trip i think like that he's proposing and be okay i could see him doing it however i thought i think there's a general experience that culture is having at this point because of the quarantine experience because of covid because of the internet because of that our kids are growing up a whole bunch quicker than our culture has built society to hold or, or, or the expectations for them. And th then I started thinking about, all, so all the people who had had their jobs and their careers and, and things that they've gone to school for, and then COVID hits, pandemic hits, and they're like, yeah, I don't belong doing this. I'm different. I've changed. And so I'm starting to see these different like pockets of of common uh, process and thought and growth and and but society society and culture is trying to go back to how it had been but people don't fit uh, and i just feel like people don't fit anymore inside the thing that, that is mm -hmm. and so i'm bringing that to the table because i'm asking um have is, so is 
that's something that you all have experienced that you just don't fit uh, or the kids don't fit or how I'm trying to just doesn't really fit and things feel different. Go. <laughs> Go. I think that is a really good thought process to be thinking about because there is something that doesn't I, I don't know if I would say I don't feel that I necessarily or you know obviously I won't project on my kids at this moment I haven't had that conversation but that yeah, I don't fit I, I like, bet it is I bet it chill. is you yeah. know but I definitely feel this sense of a rut like this like you know I've just we've just been doing this because we're supposed to do this and you know I think, Phil, you said it a few weeks ago or something, but like, you know, do what we can to survive, you know, whatever, whatever it takes, I think is what you said, whatever it takes. Technically, that was last Tuesday. Oh, was it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, sitting in this rut feels like a month. Like last year. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's the, it's the, what we've been doing the, whatever it takes and we're still in the whatever it takes lane and we don't need to be in the whatever it takes lane anymore. And it's like, it's funny. I was thinking about this when you were talking about the bees, like how do we become like the bees and in this new season, get out and go, you know, like, but it's been so like ingrained in us these last couple of years. It's like, how do I now force myself to be inspired, to be, you know, Mm -hmm. outside of whatever Mm -hmm. my comfort zone is, or, you know, we talked about that before, but like, how do I like pick myself up and say, you're going to be in this lane now. Mm. So whether Mm. that's fit or not, like that's where that's definitely, and Mariana and I have had this, this conversation over the past, I don't know, three weeks or so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just feeling this, like, I'm sick of being in this plate, this, this rut, this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely feeling that urge to feel inspired again. And that's Mm -hmm. what Jenny and I have been talking. It's like, I think I joked with you, KJ, like to ignite the fire. (laughs) You have such the fire. (laughs) No, because you have this. KJ singing is a gift. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, All is <it's>, gift. <laughs> it's true. It's great when you start singing. Uh, but yeah, I think for me, I don't know if everybody feels the same way, but I need to be dreaming, to be inspired. And there's something that you're creating and looking forward to. And I think when it's just this, Ah, I don't know, walking, going in circles. It, Do it because you have to, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's tough for me too, yeah. Yeah, and it, it br- brings you to the point of saying, so I have to go on a new adventure. adventure. I need to right. do something big. Yes. But culture is saying, but I don't think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I know, like, here's how, and, it, and it's like, yeah, but here's how I feel. And I feel like God's yeah. saying it's time to talk to people you haven't talked to before. It's time to, it's time to eat food. You have not eaten. Like, so all the things he's saying are brilliant and I'm dying to affirm it. Mm. But, 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 how? but as a father, I feel like I'm like, no, no, that's a really bad idea. <laughs> that's you super know? dangerous. Yeah. But just mm. culturally speaking, right. he is like speaking the voice that the hearts of people are crying out saying mm. it's time to change something. 
So uh, unpack that a little bit more. I'm, I'm connecting the dot between something you just said, Jenny, and this internal desire to be picked up or to get out of a rut into a different lane or like, mm-hmm. where does that come from? Like, wh- where do you have the aha all of a sudden that a different person in a different culture in a different land would, would be the place to find myself? Like that's something's driven there. Like, I don't know, just kind of go there a little bit more. What do you think it is? And, and take off the pressure that you're not accepting any sort of parental yes in this conversation. But when you look at your son, like, like what is he experiencing that would, that would, that would make the obvious answer. Yeah, I think um, for him, it's it's something. It, it he isn't after something huge. He's he's probably after something that he hasn't experienced before. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the the same thing that I have this like thought, or it could even be like this f- fantasy of how cool it'd be to to quit the job I have and get a job at Taco Bell. I think about that all the time. I'm like, oh my gosh, if I had a job at Taco Bell, that would be the best thing in the world. (laughs) Why? I don't know. Because I would just be doing tacos and everyone eats at Taco Bell and they enjoy Taco Bell. And I would create something that people enjoy. We'd never see each other again. That's okay. (laughs) I would have a job at Taco Bell. And and it's like, you can go to Taco Bell. You don't go to Taco Bell. Is that the, you don't ever go there? I haven't eaten Taco yes. Bell in probably 20 years. So, but anyway. I think all of us should hit the pause oh, gosh, button yeah. and go to Everybody Taco Bell right, right now. now. And then we come back. Go live Moss right now. You at least won't see me for a day or two. <laughs> I mean, Sorry, keep going. But the whole thing is, is the employees at Taco Bell are saying, man, I'm going to go get a job at Burger King. And the people at Burger King are saying, I'm going to go get a job at, I don't know, be a pastor at Christ Community Church, you know? <laughs> and, and it's like, all these, mm. there's this thing culturally that's happening. It's mm. just saying, I was built for a diversity of experiences. Or I don't know. Well, I can't uh, even put my finger but on I think, it, man. I mean, three years ago, I think most people would be like, oh, yeah, that's just grass is green on the other side. No, it's blah, not blah, blah. That. But this feels yeah. different. I think that's yeah. what you're yeah. driving at, right? There's, yep. it's, a, it's a different thing that people are exploring. And I guess that's where I'm like, what is your son capturing? What is he... Mm-hmm. Uh, what what is the aha that's within him that he realizes that he can't, it's not just grass is greener. He might even end up right back at the same spot right. that he started with, mm-hmm. but there's something he can't get to unless he does that. And maybe it is just diversity. Maybe like I'm wondering about, um, and this is, I don't know where my mind goes. I don't know if it has any connection at all, but like, is there an instinctive de- desire for progress or change or our ability to even understand that about ourselves that we realize that until we put ourselves in different places, we can't go there like why can't he find himself unless he puts himself in a place of tension and adventure right there's truth to that i mm-hmm. think we would agree right. with that yes. yeah. but what is that about us as humans or as just people that are drawn mm-hmm. towards the next thing about us that can't happen unless we change right yeah. it doesn't seem like a natural like again the, the natural inclination is always like stability normalcy mm-hmm. um make it less work right you know right the the whatever the value is in terms of always trying to take something make it more efficient maximize the efficiency of things and that's everything that that your son's talking about is the antithesis the of opposite that. yeah okay so taking that same concept a couple hours ago i was talking mm-hmm. to someone who's been dating a guy for the past seven 
years, right? Seven years. They're they're dating. They have a house together. They they're d- d- doing their thing. And are they um, listening to this podcast? No. Okay. Good. And so I feel totally comfortable talking about her. Anyway, so <laughs> um, so I'm t- talking to her, and she said, "So I think I'm gonna just like I'm. I, so it's probably over. I am done." doing the same thing i'm i'm done here but there isn't something that caused that doneness to happen but i'm starting to see that for between people and people also it's Mm. people are saying yeah this it isn't doing the thing it was supposed to do or who I am here isn't who I'm supposed to be. I think I'm done. And, and there's something in that. The I think I'm done. Um, that's very poetic. I think that, that I think people today are coming to a place cross-culturally saying, I think I'm done. Um, but that, that isn't the, I think I'm done, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I think I'm done being small. I think I'm done being broken. Mm -hmm. I think I'm done settling for who I've been settling as. Mm -hmm. I think I'm done. Mm -hmm. And so to kind of turn the corner from the, I think I'm done, it's, I think people are beginning to have hope for who they are mm-hmm. or in, I don't know, like, yeah, yeah. help or mm-hmm. for who they are, who they could be, what they could do, what they could experience. I love the mm-hmm. thing that, that crave for adventure because you know, in the adventure, something will change in you. Like it will, it's guaranteed, you know? doesn't matter what kind of adventure you experience, you come back and you've something in you has changed more. If you've learned something, you know, something in you has died, something in you has been rebirthed. And I love that, that thought process of Zion. Like he's craving the adventure for something mm-hmm. and he will get it if he goes. But there can't be any adults. <laughs> <laughs> say that's a whole other podcast because i think she's reflecting something there that's intriguing too. But, but i think there is yeah. something cool mm-hmm. there it's mm-hmm. like there has to be the ability to fail yeah um there has to be the ability of it can't be safe mm-hmm. um and i get that for him like it's like man i get that how do i create mm-hmm. that for him at the same time, be a good father. Yeah, if you're like, like you know here, what I mean? here's like, your I'm Uber like, schedule, and here, you know, yeah, like, I'll be like, no said, thanks. I said, <laughs> uh, so I don't think that I actually could do that as a parent, like, mm-hmm. you know. But mm-hmm. there's something in there. The I think I'm done. I'm hungry for adventure, and it can't be safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you know. I hadn't thought about this from a a teenager perspective like your son. So I don't know how, you know, where this journey plays a role, but I think, you know, nationally worldwide, right. COVID, I mean, you can look at it. They call it the great resignation mm-hmm. period, just in the same things you're saying, oh. right. But it's, you're talking about like 36, 38 million people in America have resigned in the last mm-hmm. say year or so for a lot of the same reasons that you're talking about, maybe some other obviously reasons there too. But the point is, I think it's bigger than just 
a teenager going through right. life change or that, middle like, age change yeah. or somebody right. who's, you know, empty nesters all of a sudden or, or whatever. Like there's something I think COVID did, the season of COVID, for all the negative realities of that, there there could have been some uh, opening of Pandora's box a little bit that yeah. there was an adventure. There was... I mean, I, I forget what article I was reading where huh. something like 40% of teenagers felt like they were thriving better in COVID than they were post-COVID, or wow. at least where we're at today, because of the, of the lockdowns and the stay-at-homes mm -hmm. and the, the different things. Now, again, that's, there's a lot of unsustainable things that were going on there. Like the Xbox? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. There was a lot of unsustainable things. Man, pressure. I was doing so much better right. playing Xbox 14 hours a day. But, but there, yeah. again, I think there was yeah. something... Uh, in that experience, um, I've been exploring a, uh, a whole concept called liminality. I think KJ and you and yeah. I talked about it too. But this, like this place between, like it, it, you know, COVID created this wreck of time where we were between things, and there's just incredible amount of change that happens when you're between. Yep. And so I don't know. I, I think I think of your son and just the he's creating a space where he'll be between something. Yep. And there's something powerful in that for sure. Yeah. I actually had never heard the the term the great resignation. Had you guys heard? I've that? heard. Yeah, I heard that. I feel like, oh my gosh, did I miss this whole yeah. thing? You did. The, yeah. I feel well, terrible. You've which, experienced it. You should feel really right. bad about yourself yes. right now. It just yeah. gave gave me so much language. Like that's right. That's exactly what happened. But I hadn't. That's why there's <laughs> nobody working anywhere. Everyone right. is quitting right. everything. No, ever. Know, I know this is happening, but I'm glad somebody named it. Yeah. It's like yeah. a big era of the great remember the great depression exactly <laughs> and this is the great resignation yeah. yeah i think what more where my mind is going here hearing what all you guys have to say is just the this this drive at least in me there's this angst of i i don't want to miss out like there's so much to be experienced there's so much to be lived there's so much to be tried and i don't want to just be like eh, this is good enough and just you know, I want, I want more. I want to do different things and I want to grow and I want to, yeah. So to me, that's how this hits. I think it's a little bit of when things are shaken and you maybe unwillingly got shifted and that makes you realize why have I been here or why have I been doing this thing or for kids? I don't know what, what's next. I, it just generates questions and it, I, I keep going back to the comfort zone too. You you talked you you briefly mentioned on this, Jenny. But when we talked about comfort zone, I think that's where my mind goes. Not in the KJ was talking about thriving in the comfort as far as knowing who you are, and I'm very good here. But I think it makes me think of this almost the complacency of the comfort, mm -hmm. and eh, this is fine, you know. And I think that's where we have been shifted out of that in my perspective, which is cool. Do you think, um, so again, I feel bad. We haven't really thrown your son out there like this before. So if he listens to this too, I'm not trying to forecast anything about his life actually, Sorry, but Zion. hypothetically, Sorry. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <bud>. um, <laughs> I mean, do you, do you think that this is more about just a moment in time that will produce whatever it produces and then it flatlines? Or do you think it's actually more of a shift in the way of lifestyle? Like this, this concept of like, I, and I'm thinking back, um, you know, we went on that backpacking trip this past summer and, and, you know, 
Brooke was sending us off and the first thing, you know, or not the first thing, last thing she tells us is, oh, I just love backpacking trips because you, you always come back changed. Like that's the right. definition of that. And it's not because of the actual physical exertion or whatever. It's literally because you're creating this adventure. Right. And by definition, that will change you again. And so I wonder too, if it's, if it's not just, oh, we just all got to figure out ourselves once again, and then we're no, all going to go yeah. back to, you know, the sort of stable flatline approaches to things, but yeah. rather it's creating a whole new way of looking at life and values and trajectories and, you know, as just the, the whole desire to go after something um, has been elevated so much more than it has in the past as a result mm -hmm. of that. So I don't know if that, but not again, not to put that on him, but it doesn't feel like, Oh, this is just a one-time thing. And you're going to move on. It's more of a embracing that the need for that kind of life moving forward. I don't know. Yeah. I think that, in our growing up, there had been that experience is going to probably happen at some point in time. And I hope that happens for each person. Um, but it seems that that that's kind of like shifted um, kind of into it's just how things are going to have to be done forward or, or going forward. Mm. That is a cultural expression of the heart's desire um, going back to the comfort zone idea so i think like zion is like dying to be outside of his comfort zone he is trying to pursue things that are hard painful things that are unsafe um for the desire i mean like he's very honest but for the desire to experience god mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. so as a father it's mm -hmm. like man that's awesome yeah but that's a horrible idea um but i mean <laughs> maybe in a couple of years but i think that um possibly even from a church perspective um that the pursuit of safety and the pursuit of security has produce some sort of spirituality mm. that people don't find attractive today. It's mm -hmm. like, yeah, so is there something something else? How how does God speak into pain? Can he be the God of pain? Can mm -hmm. he be the God who actually goes to the pit of hell instead of he's separated from the pit of hell? Um, can, yeah. I, I mean, like, good, yeah. does God, um, mm -hmm. does God supersede all things? I don't know. Like there's a ton in there, but I think I am excited for the conversations that Zion is having at the age of 14 because he's going to go so much further. Um, mm. Yeah. And I have. And yeah, he's incredible. I think it's funny. This pro I'm, I might be taking us doing a hard right here, but when just seeing you, you know, tear up about it, and I see it's excitement, you know, it's excitement that he's going to do so much more and everything. And I think that, I have this visual thing that uh, my husband said one time about bubble wrapping, you know, 
you sometimes want to bubble wrap people. I talk about, I want to bubble wrap Mariana sometimes, you know, to like protect her from things. And with your kids, I mean, you bubble wrap them from the minute they're born in layers. And then as they grow up, you're, you know, taking these layers of bubble wrap off of them. And I think, you know, these past two years, we all put on bubble wrap. <laughs> you know, we've just been walking around and it's time to like shed the, this bubble wrap so we can oh, experience like, that. like what God has for all of us. Not, you know, not just saying kids and stuff, but you know, it's like, all right, I'm ready to experience pain again. I'm ready to experience like excitement and inspiration. Yeah, yeah. Like I'll do it. I'll do anything. Just yes. don't keep me in the box. Don't shed keep me the in the, wrap. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's so good. There, there's something in uh, in all these stories, but I think you know. Again, thinking through, I think we we name him Zion. We call that okay in Zion's story. This Keith, just call Keith, him Keith. <laughs> <laughs> and your son Keith Kenneth Junior. Okay. Oh, that's good. How we got J J R. All right, so but there's something there about like it's a pursuit of truth. Like he's that's what he's ultimately after, yeah. right? Mm. But and then there's this lack of an ability or maybe just there's no more energy to, to do the truth pursuit with bubble wrap on basically. Mm -hmm. Right. Right? It's, and I think, again, that's where this quest, I think for adventure, ultimately, when you even say things like find yourself, it's, it's not like, Oh, I just need to learn more about, Mm -hmm. you know, who I am. Like there's a, there's a deep seated desire for what is true, what is pure, what is right that I think he's trying to find it for himself. But I think that's the bigger picture for everybody. Or it's, it's something to understand someone is who right. they are like hey i understand who i am but to experience who they are exactly and get right. to put to practice yep i mean it's the same thing in ch- church like i would say the average person they understand the gospel but they haven't ever practiced the gospel uh mm-hmm. they understand who god is but have they actually experienced and and and, and practiced the presence of god god and like and and so as people uh mm-hmm. the whole the whole pandemic experience so i think it gave us a ton of time to sit and be quiet and be at home and to think about who am i yeah and it's like i'm gonna put this to practice are there are there any truths or experiences that we're pursuing or wanting to pursue that are rising to the surface or inspiring us or causing us to question or, cause again, I mean, we can all live vicariously through your son, right? I mean, the real, Oh yeah, he can do this. He's at a place. It's like, no, but yeah. the reason we're so inspired by his stories, cause we want to do that. We want to be the person who goes on the adventure, who creates the thing, who says no to everything to go find the truths that we're trying to go after. So but there can't be any adults. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I've had, you know, recently, I mean, my daughter's going off to college here soon. I was like, I want to go off to college. Like, why don't I get to go off to college? That's not fair. So it's the same kind of story, right? So the reality is like, what? Yeah. But it's not just to go do the thing. There's actually something driving it. So I guess I is maybe to spin it off of these other people and put it on to us. Like, what are the truths that we're wanting to experience that we're exploring, that trying to discover that we may are, you know, know in our head, but but we're we're drawn to move towards, to make life change for that kind of thing. Yep. Um, here's something I've been, I mean, I, I yes. just give you guys that, that opportunity to jump in. Um, so I am someone who's very 
comfortable at home. Um, so I'm like a homebody and I, I'm, I'm, but it's funny because the paradox is that I go backpacking and I do all these things, but the pandemic was very comfortable. Uh, it was like, yes, it was built for me. Um, so I can be at home. I don't have to talk to anyone and I can just sit and think and be contemplative. And, um, I have been dying to travel um but i actually hate traveling but i thought i hated it and i mean i've i've done it a lot but i don't enjoy it and so i've been thinking about applying the things that that i've i've done in backpacking and applying it to how i could enjoy traveling to different places and exploring and being present mm. and being taught and so then i thought how cool it would be so each time that i get a pop-up that says uh, 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 there's a 75 dollar flight or something that i have to accept it <laughs> and i don't pick the places i go it's just like i gotta go it's a 75 dollar flight and i'm gonna do it and so I've been thinking about that a lot. Okay, that's, that's it. an I'm adventure. Done. I, like I know. It. That's it. Yeah, I like it. That's all I got. That's awesome. Is there anybody else? Go ahead, please. I was gonna say, I when you said when you said, why can I not go back to college? It took me off on a tangent because when I went to college, I, you know, was experiencing this, you know, entering adulthood, blah blah blah. But I felt it was probably the season of my life that I felt the most this besides right now, yeah. the need to just like mm -hmm. quit everything, go somewhere else. And that's when I came when I came to Colorado, I stopped college halfway and I came here for a year and that was my adventure. You know, I came here and then I did go back to Brazil, finish college, blah, blah, blah. The point being, OK, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> did no. you get your degree? I did. OK, good. Excellent. Praise the Lord. I started yeah. to get a little panicky there. Why are you so nervous? I don't, I don't know why. I just like, <laughs> so I have something if someone like. Tell me you didn't leave school for a man. Yes, right? yeah. <laughs> Oh, that'd be terrible. Oh, oh my gosh. No, no. I went back. Okay. I finished it. Da, 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 and then we got married and came back. But the point is, isn't it funny how now where we are today, we're like, oh, it would be so cool to go back to college and an adventure. And while I was in it, I felt the need to how do we get stop out of it and yeah. go do something else. And it just, it just blew my mind to think, oh my gosh, I was in the middle of my adventure and I stopped for another adventure. Just, I think that this, this, the grass is green, greener thing is a weird thing that I often go back to. And when we don't realize the things that we are already in the middle of, and I was already in the middle of something, but I felt like I needed something else. Mm -hmm. That's where, that's where I went. I think today I can crave inspiration, new experiences, mm -hmm. but what's already in place that I can Get 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 more. <laughs> if only you could have seen that. <laughs> oh my gosh! Lots of hand motions. Lots, lots of getting more. That's good. Yeah. I, I, so I hear that 
and it's like the idea of so I have things and things are good. And I think so in the past, the idea that the grass is greener has been this like shameful type of thing. It's like, hey, the grass is greener on the other side. Shame, shame, shame. You need to be content and thing you have. And I think culturally something has has shifted to like somehow say it's true the grass is greener <laughs> go, go there. for it in you fact, know it's turf drop so everything it's you're doing <laughs> and like the shame is gone that's so true and that's the power so is behind it and it's saying in fact so if people stay in the same place shame on you <laughs> because it is time to thrive that's really good. <laughs> Have you guys seen 1883 uh, yet? Yep. Is that the... Oh, oh, just because you asked says no. I'm guessing I, I know. I, oh, no. I think I haven't. Is it a movie? Uh, I of course you have. No, it's not a movie. It's a show. Uh, it's, it's a, a show. It's, it's, a, it's the prequel of, of the Yellowstone, Yellowstone story. Okay, no, I haven't. Oh. The... So it ended yesterday. I was supposed to, like, be a part of that culture. You I were. Think. You were. But, but when you were just talking there, I think that's yeah. what I kept thinking of. Like, it... Because in this entire show, it's it's all you know pioneering days, and basically this sure. family walking from Fort Worth, Texas, on their journey to Oregon is wow. the premise. You know, so it's the great the Oregon Trail. Yeah, Oregon Trail. And, but the two wheels have so, broken. Oh, <laughs> if only you got it was by that a way. snake. Yeah. <laughs> Do you if, have the antidote? I have the actual board game of that. <laughs> but it's but it's in Portuguese. That's right. Yeah. Wait a second. We didn't go, <laughs> we didn't well, go to Oregon. Days in Brazil. Yeah, yeah. Why were you playing that game? <laughs> we didn't go to Oregon. That's a whole nother challenge. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Phil. No, it's please, fine. no, no. no. But please continue. My, my point again. I you know bringing up these these examples, but. Like in me watching the show, the whole thing was like, why did they do this? Why why would anybody leave a place of comfortability uh -huh. and pursue something? And and the whole point is that they may never get there, right? They may never mm -hmm. actually like the thing they think they're getting to. And and again, if if you know Yellowstone, like they never get to Oregon, right? Yellowstone's in Montana, so you already know that part. But oh. you know, you know, <laughs> no, no, yeah, I didn't give anything away. I know the ending. <laughs> Yellowstone takes place in oh Montana. <laughs> These are the Duttons. They're going to end up in Montana. If you don't know that when you watch the show, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. But here, but again, I, I just uh -huh. love and and the whole. The whole premise of that pioneering mentality mm -hmm. is you have to shed all these other mm -hmm. ideas of who you think you're going to be. And you have to position yourself as somebody who just pioneers, like mm -hmm. they're just going towards something because it's not known. It's, And that's where I think you're right. It, the grass is not greener on the other side. In mm -hmm. fact, it's horrifically bad in most of those stories as it relates to pioneering. But it's the concept of that or the concept of the grass being greener for future generations that you'll yeah. never even wow. meet. Like that's what moves you to, wow. to say the static status quo yeah. normal or life isn't worth the it that's green grass yeah. that is very green here is right. toxic because of all the fertilizers <laughs> and it's like it shouldn't be this shouldn't green. Be green there's My something wrong burning. here don't we live in yeah. a high desert this makes yeah. no sense exactly like it's like how things are here are fake and i don't yeah. belong and wow. it's seeking authenticity and mm -hmm. things that are true so wow. all that to say there's yeah. something i think incredibly primal about what your son's exploring. Yeah. Mm. I think to go back to your question, huh. you guys all had great things. I had to think about it more. You have great things too, Jane. Well, I, I believe that. I will Good. take that. Um, but I mine's just more selfish. Um, but <laughs> I think 
it's time to go to Taco Bell. I'm so curious. I think like where my mind goes is like for personal experience, you know, Mm -hmm. what, what I want personally. And I very much think I'm in this, this, uh, place of like seeking passions, like what, you know, when people are like, Oh, I'm so, this is my passion. You know, you have a passion for bees. At least I think you do. Um, you know, and, and so it's like, Oh, I want that one, you know, that passion. But when I really start to like deconstruct what that is, I start thinking about like my family, my family is very much like my passion for my heart. But then I'm like, well, what is my passion for my mind? What is my passion for my health? What is my passion for mm. like my spirituality? You know, I and seeking these separate passions that are for me personally. And like, what does that look like? You know, getting plopped out of the do what we have to do kind of thing. Um, and now start doing, well, what do you want to do? So that's so much more broad i Mm -hmm. love that Mm -hmm. expanding because there's like this feeling that people are caught in the i have to survive have to survive Mm -hmm. and then it's kind of like i don't think you do have to survive i mean like (laughs) you're taking care i think if i stop doing what it takes everyone would be fine yeah yeah it's like i don't need to hang on i don't have to grab the bull by Mm -hmm. both horns i don't have to be afraid i don't have to preserve i'm gonna be great Hmm. okay push the pause button there yeah chew on that Hmm. uh so so i do have to bring up something i think it kind of holds hands to our conversation here um so i did put in the bed here in the secret cabin there is something about a bed being in the secret cabin Mm -hmm. that is the poetry that's the symbol for our whole conversation that just happened um there isn't technically a point for it i don't have to have a bed i have five or six beds that are in the house but there is something about doing a bed in the secret cabin that it's it's kind of like setting up habitat for for soul things to happen, mm-hmm. and um, it's pretty uncomfortable out here. But I think there's a desire to to be out here compared to the house that I have. Mm-hmm. I, I would prefer to sleep here than to sleep inside or there's something about that and it's the poetry of the secret cabin and i'm coming back here to this spot that kind of says it kind of holds integrity i love it all right till next time everybody take care bye bye